Hello dear friends, in this uh, episode of the End Times series I will show you the new greatly improved uh, timeline chart to which I have uh, made uh, important additions. The download link is in the description, feel free to share this image and uh, use it. And then there will be uh, miscellaneous but very interesting topics like for example the Tibetan prophecies then uh, Catholic apparitions and some quite uh, interesting uh, questions and comments from the viewers like is Paramonum going to protect those who live in uh, Echo and New Age communities uh, during the tribulation? And this is an interesting comment from a Muslim lady from Indonesia who points out that it is absurd to believe that the Muslims uh, will conquer anything, let alone Europe and that is based on their uh, military equipment and technological capabilities. Here somebody asks, don't prophecies uh, come true just because uh, the people believe in them? And here Eva and Eva suggest alternative uh, interpretation of uh, timing the prophecies, uh, basically saying that we could be in the tribulation already. So what I added to the improved timeline chart is uh, the sudden death of the Queen of England which according to the Jeheni French prophecies which are amazing, just uh, accurate and detailed as uh, those of Irmeyer and even more and in them it is said that just before the tribulation starts in France and that should be somewhere in the beginning of the world tribulation suddenly the Queen of England would die and since the empire under her rule has betrayed its people after this death there will be quarrel, the country will be divided I'm not sure divided in what way, like in four other countries or division of some other sort, but that will be the beginning of uh, the deterioration of uh, an impoverishment of uh, England, which according to a couple of uh, independent prophecies will uh, suffer very badly. First poverty, then uh, war, destruction, and then in the end uh, partially submerged underwater. So I'm not sure that this will come exactly before the war of the three princes in the Middle East, which can be considered like the official beginning of the tribulation, but somewhere around that time. So according to the Islamic prophecies, an important uh, person in uh, the Islamic world will die and three princes from the region will go to war because they won't be able to divide some sort of riches. Nobody will win in this war, however this uh, famous uh, general, uh, the Mahdi, will emerge who will unite all Muslims. And when uh, the rest of the world sees that, they will just, uh, all of them, attack them. There will be 80 flags from all around the globe 
continue the Islamic prophecies ready to attack them. And here this comment of the Muslim lady is uh, quite appropriate. I don't think the Muslims, she says, have any capabilities to attack uh, Europe in near future. The technological difference is too big. Muslim countries rely on Western military, she says. No Muslim armed group will have a chance. Can't even dream about it. Well, before I reply this part of the comment, I think it's very important to understand the middle of her comment. She says, just look at the past wars with the USA. I don't know which wars she means, but I hope she doesn't mean uh, Syria, because the ISIS is not Islamic organization. Although the Western media successfully managed to deceive in such a way most of the population here, actually ISIS is named after this uh, goddess of bloody sacrifices. The parasitic uh, forces, they uh, worship this uh, um, cannibal uh, blood uh, sacrifice deities. All the traditional uh, um, Islamic imams, that is something like uh, remotely similar to a priest, that's how they call them, although they don't have proper priesthood in Islam. They all say, this is not our religion, and they were pleading, seriously, the Western media, don't associate this group with Islam, it has nothing to do with our values. But the deceit was very successful, even... Uh, Many ordinary Muslim people came from all over the earth to join this uh, ISIS uh, army because they were uh, religiously deceived that this is the caliphate promised in the Islamic prophecies, the caliphate of the Mahdi where all the Muslims will be united. Well, that's what happens when you don't uh, read the holy books uh, carefully. Over there, there are signs and miracles which need to happen. And then when the miracle of the earth opening and swallowing uh, the army, which uh, goes to attack the Mahdi, when that happens, that is the call in the old books, the call for all Muslims to unite and not uh, some uh, media propaganda. So getting back to the prophecies, when the soldiers of the future United Muslims Army, when they see the far superior 80 armies against them, they will, one third of them will just quit the battlefield, one third of the Muslims. Because they will think uh, there is simply no point, there is no chance, exactly as the lady uh, mentions in the comment. However, in the Islamic prophecies it says clearly, Against all odds, they will win that battle, they will win that war, and they will not stop there. They will march all the way to Constantinople, and despite all odds, just because the Lord wishes so, they will win there as well. And then they will go all the way to Southern Europe and win there as well. That is in the prophecies, I'm not making it up. And at the end, they will continue fighting for all these seven years during the tribulation against the Dajjal supporters. A very small percentage of that army will be alive by then. And against all odds, they will win that again in a very dramatic way. At the time they win, the time when uh, 
Christ descends amongst them and they open the doors and the Antichrist sees the real Christ and tries to escape, by then the Antichrist supporters would be celebrating their victory in the war all over the world. Because this uh, very small group of uh, leftovers of that uh, united army will be somewhere besieged without any hope at all. Well, the time is very near. Within a couple of short years, we're going to find out if these uh, prophecies will come true or not. Do we really live in this timeline or not? So here in these uh, comments, Eva and Eva suggest a different interpretation of the prophecies that uh, we are basically at this point in uh, mid-tribulation time because uh, Eva says that there has been drought in Europe for uh, three years. I didn't know about that, but uh, if there was any, it uh, must have been mild because the drought described in uh, actually number of uh, prophecies, not just one, and number of reliable prophecies, is uh, progressive and very severe, like the third year, which is uh, worst, there is no rain at all, which leads to the worst ever worldwide uh, famine. But on the other hand, if uh, humanity has taken uh, quite a different timeline from the biblical, Yes, we can expect events loosely resembling only the original scenario, and this is what both Evas are hinting at. But uh, personally, I really, really don't believe that is the case at all. First of all, because the Irmaya prophecies, which are very reliable, they clearly speak uh, first of all about uh, the foreigners coming to the country, that's what exactly happened uh, within the last few years. They simply came, they op opened the borders for them and they settled in. And only after the inflation and after the revolution in Germany, only then the invasion will begin. And the invasion and the coming, which is before the pre-tribulation, are completely different things. And the main reason for which uh, I don't believe that uh, we are in the beginning of the Great Tribulation is that uh, if pre-tribulation was so easy compared to what the Bible uh, was preparing us for, then even the Great Tribulation won't be anything special. Which is a good thing, because uh, we won't have to go through all this... Uh, undescribable horrors promised to us by the prophets. However, you will not have to wait uh, long to see that it's not gonna be easy. Are the horrors gonna be exactly as this timeline or other horrors? That I cannot tell you for sure. The only 100% sure things from this line that you see now are the arrival of the false messiah, the Dajjal, the Antichrist, the arrival of Christ, the Judgment Day, for sure, and then the big peace, the new earth. And probably also the greatest earthquake ever, probably. As far as the extreme difficulties, I also think they are unavoidable, although there is no guarantee that it will be exactly 100% as on this timeline. 
That is sure, and I'm not gonna even try to tell you why, because very soon you will see it yourself. For now, I would only advise you to save this entire series of the end times on your computer, because uh, during Antichrist time they may uh, start just openly blocking all such information and it may not be available then. Only distorted, fraudulent interpretations and they are also training an army of fraud mystics who will appear as uh, independent uh, New Age-like uh, people from the alternative media, but they will be actually specially placed and trained to deceive you with false information. Since the Tibetans isolated themselves from the degrading general population of Earth for a long time, in their lands, the older knowledge was relatively much, much better preserved. And, uh, of course, they had uh, mystics of, uh, corresponding to that level. For example, uh, before the Chinese started their unbelievable genocide uh, program in uh, Tibet, the uh, mystics, the uh, prophets of Dalai Lama, advised him to flee in advance. That's why he could escape to India before it became even clear what is uh, all this about. So the Tibetan mystics are also most definitely a source of uh, very reliable predictions. And uh, although the current situation as it is with China and Tibet gives no hope for Tibet ever, the prophecies are uh, just the opposite. The Tibetans will be free to return to their land and they will have it again. And when is this gonna happen according to their predictions? In the beginning of the 21st century. They are also talking about uh, very dramatic earth changes. I will uh, read to you some quotes of the prophecies of uh, this mystic. I don't stand the chance to read the name properly. These Tibetan prophecies uh, place the most intense uh, period of the tribulation in the second part of our decade, exactly as uh, the most reliable sources I quoted in uh, the first episode. They describe uh, epidemics, the forces of evil gathering in the cities, that was uh, quote, organizing quarrels, unrest, then hiding, trying to escape from the people. And as an aftermath, only one person in ten remains alive on earth. And all the evil ones are uh, most definitely killed. Besides uh, terrible epidemics which uh, leave people dead, even on the streets, uh, they mention all the other turmoils of uh, the tribulation, like a collapse of the various ecosystems, widespread floods, mountains turning into rubble at their bases, 
And then the dawn of the new era of the unlimited good, the big peace, the good without end, as they call it, is somewhere in the beginning of the next decade. Basically, these uh, Tibetan prophecies uh, confirm in very general terms uh, the overall situation with the timeline I'm suggesting and most importantly they place it exactly in the same decade as uh, the other reliable prophets uh, have told us. And uh, the same confirmation and assurance I found in a collection of um, messages uh, recorded during uh, verified Catholic apparitions. This scenario is the same, the timeline I suggest, the biblical timeline which is identical with the timeline of the Islamic prophecies, it is absolutely the same. And what is uh, very interesting that all those these messages were recorded over the centuries and not just in the recent years, too many of them uh, place this uh, period of most intense transition to the uh, big peace or the millennial age, as some Christian Christians call it, in the beginning of the 21st century. Yes, there are a couple of uh, officially approved, because they have their own system of approval, the Catholics, there are a couple of them which place it in even other centuries, but the majority, really the must, vast majority, like um, dozens of them explicitly say the uh, theater will start developing in the end of the 20th century and the culmination will be in the beginning of the 21st. So, setting aside the very strict uh, internal Catholic rules which they have for approving such uh, apparitions, that is a very strict procedure by itself, even if we start thinking that these uh, people who reported these apparitions, and it's not the only people, it is uh, in many cases even groups of people, if they were actually intending to deceive, you know, the world to get famous or if they were deceiving themselves, in these cases people would usually predict something uh, within their um, range, uh, coming very soon in the time they are born. But no, for some reason, everybody, almost everybody was pointing exactly at that uh, at our, exactly our time in the future. So, there is something about all this. It is not by chance. And also, if you follow the link in the description where it says unapproved apparitions, it will take you to a curious website where I find it shocking of how many uh, believer uh, Catholic people had apparitions. I think it's hundreds of them, and they reported it. In many cases, it was even a group of people. They had like visions of Mary. And when uh, uh, like uh, assembly of people in some cases big, they all see the same vision. Of course, it's extremely likely that this is not some sort of um, sick imagination, but it is a real vision. And despite all that, and despite the fact that people are reporting and their messages and you know informing the catholic authorities about this 
what is the result of all that? They didn't even investigate. I don't know why, maybe they just don't like it that God actually talks to people. <laughs> or it might be because uh, in many messages uh, actually there are reports about the corruption, uh, unprecedented corruption in the Catholic Church going on. But the thing is that like the um, Jehenni prophecies, they are uh, approved, although they also expose the corruption of the Church. But the thing is that uh, they were made more than a century ago. And at that time she was talking about uh, events which are very far in the future. That's why the church didn't mind. Okay, it's not us. This will be in the faraway future. Not at all our generation. After generations, it's okay. Uh, the people can get corrupted by them. It doesn't mean that we're corrupted. So they recorded uh, the messages and that's why they reached us. Once they were in the public domain, God made arrangements that we can read them. But as far as depriving us of the information from the numerous apparitions of uh, more recent times, I'm personally suspicious about that. Quotes from these uh, prophecies will appear in the respective uh, episodes, which will be about uh, the scenarios for uh, France, which will be, will be the most detailed out of all. Also, there will be uh, about this scenario in UK, in Italy, in US, in Bulgaria, and also special episodes about this uh, uh, general the Mahdi, about the uh, Antichrist, also known as the Dajjal, that's the Islamic word for him, and uh, for the descent of uh, Christ, the second coming about the Judgment Day and maybe a separate episode about this uh, uh, takeover of the Asian tribe Juj and Majuj and about the New Earth And now I want to share with you these powerful words of Hopi Indian Hopi wisdom. We have teachings and prophecies informing us that we must be alert for the signs and omens which will come about to give us courage and strength to stand on our beliefs. Blood will flow, our hair and our clothing will be scattered upon the earth. Nature will speak to us with its mighty breath of wind. There will be earthquakes and floods causing great disasters, changes in the seasons and in the weather, disappearance of wildlife and famine in different forms. There will be gradual corruption and confusion amongst the leaders and the people all over the world, and wars will come about like powerful winds. All of this has been planned from the beginning of the creation. So Kelly from US is asking whether the inhabitants of uh, Kin's domains, basically people who live out in nature and those following 
the Anastasia movement be protected or possibly joined the Paramonov movement. Perhaps the Megre series was fiction, but Back to the Land movement is real indeed. Uh, yes, Kelly, I agree with you. The Megre uh, series of books uh, was uh, just a fiction, but the Back to the Land movement, as you call it, yes, that is very positive and uh, is happening indeed. There is no Paramonov movement at the moment as such. I'm also not uh, sure that uh, once his role is revealed, it will be proper to describe it as movement. But anyhow, the way he described it, uh, for now with his own words, is, well, God loves surprises and this will be a good one. I really don't believe that uh, he will be gathering army during the tribulation period and going against the Antichrist. Because uh, the way he described the tribulation scenario is that the forces of light will only fight uh, undercover with uh, white magic, so to say, not openly with armies. And only at the very end uh, stages, the gods of goodness, because it is not just Christ, it is also his uh, companions, they will openly reveal themselves to the world. In this relation, I can mention only the Utrok uh, Vyacheslav uh, prophecies, who said that uh, there is a lot, really a lot, that I am not telling you about the things that will be happening during the tribulation, because it will be like this. You will know what to expect from the dark side, because uh, the uh, prophets of goodness would have revealed lots of details by that time. But there will be no details about what the side of the light will be doing. That will be kept secret. So that could mean many things. But even having said that, I personally definitely wouldn't uh, expect Paramonov to openly intervene during the reign of the Antichrist because uh, he himself described that this time will be allotted to the Dajjal, to the, to the devil, to the Antichrist, because God has given him this very short period during which he will show to the world what is he capable of. Because initially the story developed that um, the Dajjal, the devil, complained that I am always restricted and limited, then I cannot uh, show my capabilities of uh, creating realities because uh, people, they always have righteous kings, they are always righteous laws on earth and uh, that makes it impossible for my type of reality to flourish. This narration, by the way, is not only from the Slavic Vedas but also came in some of the Catholic prophecies. So it is extremely important when the time of the reign of the Antichrist comes, maybe in five years or so, or eight or ten, that there will be no safe place on earth, there will be no institution, there will be no person able to protect you. It is explicitly confirmed in both the uh, Christian in the Bible and in the Islamic sources that righteous people and corrupt, both of them will be dying in large numbers. 
The only difference will be the aftermath and that will be that no evil will be left towards the end beyond judgment point and only a small fraction of the pious will survive. And again, it is underlined in both Christian and Islamic sources that even though the times will be crazy, everybody will get exactly what he deserves and what it is written in his destiny. One should never doubt and fear that because all around is sickness and epidemics, I will get infected although I didn't support this government, although I'm innocent or something like that. No, everything, as the Hopi said, is planned from the beginning of creation and nobody will get a punishment that he does not deserve. The Dajjal, the false messiah, will come, he will announce that he is God in Jerusalem, in this new temple, the project for which is uh, ready and it will be functioning by the time of mid-tribulation. It doesn't say when exactly it will open its doors, but uh, by mid-tribulation the Dajjal will announce him, his, himself as uh, your Lord and then he will say Either you're with me or, and worship me, or you die and jail. You cannot just linger with them in the middle. If you're not my worshiper, it means you're against me. Those who join his uh, new religion, they will be annihilated shortly. And uh, those who refuse it at all costs, some of them will live to see the new earth. But even those who die, having made the right choice, their souls will be elevated to the realms of uh, harmony, while those who make the wrong choice, the death of their earthly body will be a very small fraction of the sad consequences of that choice. Sadly, according to pretty much all prophecies, those who will loudly cheer the false messiah in Jerusalem will be in the vast majority. Actually, only the words of Paramonov can be interpreted, only interpreted as some sort of uh, hope for something a little bit more positive, in the sense that he said that the scenario will be continuously adjusted so that... Uh, a larger, the largest possible number of souls will get the chance to purify themselves and join the gods of light to the lineage of which they belong anyway, having obtained this human body. But what he said was that people will be given a chance. He did not say that there will be more people than the prophecies uh, suggest making the right choice, he said only chance. And since this is uh, in reply to the question about Alexander Paramonov, actually there is a, a couple of hours long interview. Um, he's interviewed by uh, exactly new age-like settlement, like the ones you're describing, and um, the people from that settlement told him that uh, we are already awakened, we are living in the new age. For us it is not concept, we are so positive into positive thinking that for us it is already reality and happening. 
And since they were mentioning uh, reality, he asked them a simple question. What will you do when the armed gangs of mercenaries uh, come to your settlement? Because these gangs are uh, everyday reality in Russia. They um, throw out uh, especially helpless people. They target uh, helpless people. They throw them out of their homes and property. And they take over the property as a reward promised and given to them by the officials who organize uh, such gangs on practically government level. He has few times uh, called to the people to organize their defense units in the villages. He has also warned that a serious inflation can hit any time. Most likely it is the same inflation that uh, Irmaya mentions. It can happen in weeks, months or a couple of years. Ordinary people can convert to physical gold to avoid at least that disaster. Today as I'm making this uh, video, gold has been hitting all times high for today, so maybe today is not the best day to buy. But in general, uh, that's the direction in which uh, we are heading. Those who are multimillionaires, uh, for them it's it's not as easy as burying five or ten coins in the backyard. They may consider keeping their funds uh, safe in the M1 treasury. But again, that's only for uh, multimillionaires, for common people. Uh, most likely you will need money that are at your disposal in your own house because we don't know how much of infrastructure will be left. Actually, to be more precise, uh, during the second part of the tribulation, the Great Tribulation, there will be infrastructure because um, the Antichrist will have these uh, worldwide tours of concerts. So there will be some transport. Also, there was a mention that he will be renovating all the churches all of a sudden because uh, and all kinds of temples and places of worship because he will turn them into uh, what is described in the prophecies as uh, uh, taverns and uh, places for hellish dances and of course he will be using them for his own new religion so it really seems that they will uh, repair a lot of the infrastructure after the wars so that um, he will have uh, economic power over the entire world and that will be enforced through banks, media and all these types of institutions. But since he will shut down the businesses of uh, those who refuse to worship him and uh, take away their money, such infrastructure will be no good for those who plan to remain on the side of the light until the end. The reign of the Antichrist will be an extremely tough test and I see that many people are avoiding to prepare for it by thinking that I belong to this or that group, for example a given religion or people with a good healthy lifestyle, so if I belong to that group I will be kind of uh, protected. No, absolutely, this is an illusion. No membership of any religion, 
group or any any other thing will be a guarantee for your salvation don't listen to those religious uh, preachers who are showing you some sort of quotation to you you see only the believers and to them that means the believer only in their sect only they will be saved you see it is written in this and that uh, holy book actually if the holy books are read uh, properly with uh, like in their entirety in all of them it becomes clear that there will be people of all types and all nations saved it is not about membership and believers mean believers in this uh, divine goodness the principles of universal good which unfortunately have been subjected to so much of distortion of the words which define them that uh, people cannot even find them they they cannot find what are exactly these principles even if somewhere they are formulated properly and such uh, places are there in various old books still the very words which are used have distorted meaning for many modern people and that's why they do not understand at the end what is actually meant and that's how the understanding of good and bad has been corrupted. This issue with the distortion of the very words which we use to define our reality is an extremely serious problem which I have been touching again and again in the Survivors uh, series, a link to which you can find in the description of this video. And also Paramonov, he himself, mentioned few times that this is a fundamental and extremely serious problem. One cannot even uh, properly explain to the people what is the absolute truth nowadays just because they are so confused about the meanings of the words which one will use. Paramonov is not the type of person who will uh, gather armies to kill the evil people, just on the contrary he underlines that it is important to understand that the evil is hiding in the heart of the people who are maintaining this entire system. Again, something which I have been repeating so many times in the videos of the survivors. And this was uh, one of the last uh, messages. It got recorded even on camera when the prophet, the angelic prophet Vanga, she was dying they asked her why so much evil what is the root of all this evil how can people get saved from it and she said it is in their hearts that's where it all starts so those whose understanding of the situation is like uh, let's kill all these uh, corrupt people and then we the normal ones can finally live peacefully these people do not have proper grasp of what it is going on because the evil lives to one degree or another in the hearts of all of us who have been accomplices of this terrible system for a very long time. According to Paramonov as well, most definitely, currently the level of uh, the people's consciousness in general is still extremely, extremely low and many souls will grab this opportunity of the purification to actually ascend to almost angelic level or at least uh, the way now common people 
imagine advanced ascended masters or angels to be and those who, who are determined to do exactly that during uh, the tribulation they will have a special gift from their personal guardian angels they will be calm and they will not be afraid even when outside is total horror yes it will be exactly like this for sure this is not some exaggeration or poetic inspirational phrase So I mentioned uh, which episodes I will make and there is one that I will not make although I have a material for it and it's interesting. And the reason for not making it is that uh, by publishing on these topics uh, I've seen YouTube's channel disappear. They just delete them, not just restricting or something but they literally disappear on the next day because they are anti-something. The thing is that recently I went through such an enormous amount of uh, prophecy material that at the end it became very clear to me when I look at the Bible what has been actually edited and why and by whom. But I will be giving hints about it on the go as we review passages of uh, the prophecy which are concerned with that type of subjects so those who listen carefully will be able to figure out here is a question don't prophecies come true just because uh, they're getting preached and people start believing in them and that's why they happen this is not the way the world functions if you read the prophecies which I call verified and see when they were made were they known to the people and for what reasons they actually came through you will see for yourself that in the past this was not the way things were happening and in the future with uh, this tribulation just see the episode about uh, the Irmaier prophecies under which you are commenting the people are in the restaurants and the pubs and they the sit tanks out of the windows. It is so sudden and unexpected. Also, there are so many people around the world. A very small fraction of them are concerned with end-time prophecies, actually. Most of the people are into their daily business and don't give these things uh, much thought. And even the people who are interested in the subject, if you make a, like a simple research, you will be surprised about the variety of beliefs that they hold about the end times. So the actual percentage of people who will believe in a scenario similar to what I am showing, that will be just negligibly small. But this is not the main point. The main point is that uh, this manifestation of events from the collective consciousness doesn't work the way the people who ask similar questions imply. They suggest that when enough people believe in it, then it ripens and ripens, and as the numbers of these people grow, all of a sudden it becomes reality. No, this is not the way things are. I mean, look at all kinds of uh, tsunamis and wars, 
and also to um, unfavorable events, what call people bad luck, it happens all of a sudden to people, and this happens a lot, without any um, prior notification, or the person has never thought even once in their life this could happen to them. And yet it does come without a warning, very sudden, this is very, very common. And the reason for these surprises is that actually all the levels of the personality take part in this uh, forming of the collective consciousness, not just your incarnation, also your higher self with, you, with which you cannot talk directly, or your incarnations in previous lives, some of their thought forms also get manifested in your life, big time, actually your life, that's what it is made of mainly. Actually, this entire knowledge of how things get manifested from the collective consciousness into mass events, this idea was introduced in, uh, initially from the set channeled material, the most brilliant book of knowledge I can recommend to anybody. You can find the link in the description to a completely free audio book with uh, the original words of set of how this extremely complicated process of uh, manifesting the reality of mass events works. So this precious knowledge was given to us by said some four or five decades ago, I think it was uh, related at that time with the birth of Jesus, because that's when um, he got uh, born, now he is waiting in standby, watching, at, uh, watching us. Anyhow, Seth sent the message and that was the beginning of this entire concept and also the words which are used about manifesting realities with our thoughts. That is where it all originated. Now, that's the good beginning. What happens with all good religions is then comes the dark side and it corrupts everything. You can find information on the internet on how they used, um, actually infiltrated the this new age movement to corrupt it and again to lead people into illusion with extremely sophisticated philosophical scams. So what happened because of this reason and because of the overall extremely low level of consciousness, you know, people walk like uh, uh, hypnotized nowadays, they barely understand anything, they're um, totally out of their minds if they are compared to their own higher selves. The combination of these two <laughs> factors uh, manifested in a plethora of books, writings and philosophical speculations that whatever you think, you, it just becomes true like this, hot easily. And also in these uh, books, there is a lot of this element, get rich quickly and easily. And um, there was not much need of conspiracy, you know, when people figured out that you can sell books like this and uh, become rich, oh, I mean, they didn't need any support or call from the secret services telling them to write bogus literature, they started writing it themselves. Just imagine and everything will come true. Just buy my book and... And that's how this extremely simplified, flattened, 
into a single layer concept appeared that if you believe in a certain development of the mass events now and too many people believe in it, hop, it will happen. Which, which is not the way things work. As the hop is told that this was planned from the beginning of creation. Maybe that God, who knows much more than us, had something in mind. I think this uh, quote from Mahatma Gandhi will be appropriate. Mankind is approaching hard times because as soon as the measure of its sins will be full, it will be called to account by the superior powers above us. You may call this event as you wish, Judgment Day, Final Settlement, Doomsday. It will come most likely very soon. For a long, very long time, the word war will be crossed out from the dictionary of mankind, perhaps even for all time. Blessed will be those who will live to see this epoch. <laughs>